Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Norman, we need to pause this surgery. What, doctor? Well, we need to hurry to the Xfinity Hello 2023 sale. New Xfinity customers can get fast, reliable internet and add two lines of Xfinity Mobile to get $500 back for a limited time. That's amazing, Doc. I know. I don't want to miss this deal. Let's reschedule. Doc. Doc. Drop everything. Get to the Xfinity Hello 2023 sale now through January 10th. Go to Xfinity.com slash Hello 2023 to learn more. Restrictions apply. Xfinity internet required for Xfinity Mobile. Exclusive Eagles, Phillies, six. Nope. It's the Phillies. It's the season wrap on the Phillies. Listen, Jay, it ran a little long, but you and I are here to kind of uh, tie a little bow and put a little uh, put a little nice, neat wrap up on the on the Phillies postseason. Went a lot longer than we thought it might be, but Jay. Good to talk to you about the Phillies. We've uh, last time we talked, it was an emergency pod. We had Chip on, and we were celebrating that that win to get us into the World Series. Doesn't turn out the way we have that we want it to be, but at the same time, man, it was a fun ride. And today is all about the fun ride. It's all about the journey. Dude, fun is is an understatement. Like I gotta be honest with you. Since the Phillies have, have, you know, obviously been at, you know, they were eliminated a week ago today. Uh, right. You know, when Alvarez hit that home run, I think we all knew it was over. But I, I can't stress enough how, like, I don't want to say bored, but it's almost been like I feel empty because I, you know, I, I put so much of my time and energy into the Phillies that it was almost like all Phillies all the time. That you know, now I'm like I'm struggling because it's like I was so used to that energy rush that we were getting from from that whole entire postseason run. Like, and I mean yeah. I, I I remember back obviously it you know a good twelve years ago well twelve actually fourteen years ago to 08. yeah um and you know obviously that run was special and it ended with a 
the actual chip. But right. like for some reason, this one just hit differently. And I think it's because we didn't expect this team to be there. Whereas that 08 right. team, I mean, they were kind of wire to wire. And, you know, they, they pretty much, you know, manhandled their opponents in, in, in the postseason. Whereas, yeah. you know, this team, you know, obviously fought and clawed all their way to, to you know, the last day basically getting in against Houston where Aaron Nola throws that complete game or, well, he, I think he went – you know, eight and a third or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and then you get in there and then, you know, obviously you go into St. Louis as, as, as an underdog, you're down two to nothing in the, in, in the top of the ninth inning on the road against their arguably one of the best closers in baseball, young name thrower they have. Yeah, you know, you score six runs, and it's like from that point on, like to the point where Alvarez hits that home run, it was like almost like a daily yeah. energy because this team just every day did something different and something more special to to kind of trump what they did the previous day and and the previous yeah, I think, years. And listen, Jay, I remember there was there was a I can't remember if it was on fired up or if it was on here or wherever it was, but I remember having a conversation with Mike and going, am I, and it, it was right after, do you remember the the series that they played in DC where it was a double header where they split? And we had the, we had the show like days after that. And I'm going, am I going to be, where, where am I going to be a week from now? Am I going to be disappointed sitting at home going, they blew it. They didn't make the playoffs, but now I'm going, and then, they obviously turn it around, right? They go down to Houston. They win that one, that first game to clinch the playoff spot, right? But let's start this journey, right where you were, right where you were talking about, in St. Louis, right? That game one, October seventh, right? They're in St. Louis, bottom of the ninth. They're down two nothing, right? And they and they get the clutchest of clutch hits from Jimmy Six, from Jimmy Segura. Right where where he gets this team rolling, right, and, and that that spark in that ninth inning, right. Not only do they come back and tie it, right, but they 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 end up scoring six runs in that inning, right, and really kind of, and, and that was against the guy that, you know, for lack of a better word, was untouchable during the during the regular season for St. Louis, and he looked pedestrian at best and lost. Right, but they they're you know in, in that the in that game right they they become only the tenth team in that postseason to score six runs in an inning after the like in the ninth inning or later, and I think from that point on, we kind of knew something was something was going on something was going to happen, right? And then they come back the next day, right? They come back and they go and they play and they win two nothing against the Cardinals. They shut out the Cardinals and they move on and they go to the NLDS, right? And the NLDS right now, they're matched up with the Braves. So talk to me, talk to me about where you were feeling like going into that Brave series. Because they were underdogs in every series. So they were Yes, yeah, so, no, I I didn't mean I didn't know you were not finished. Um so I in my opinion, like when I watch baseball, I always say that every series is kind of turned on a momentum moment. 
like it's a moment where momentum kind of swings the other way. And I know momentum can can kind of change day, game to game in series, and I've heard that. Mm-hmm. But I I believe that when I say momentum, I'm talking like attitude, belief that you're going to win the series changes. Yeah. And I think for me that the moment in that St. Louis series obviously was game one in that ninth inning, but the actual moment was in when Alec Boom kind of took a, you know, he got hit. Yeah. And you saw how he got like pumped up about that. And then obviously Jimmy comes up next and, and, and singles and they go ahead. Cause you know, it was two one at that point with the, the run that scored from Boom getting hit. Right. Um, so going into the brave series, like I still, I'm not going to lie. I did not have belief. I, I, I just believed that they got lucky in that series. And I, at that point in time, I was still thinking, okay, the Braves are still the better team. Um, we were all happy they were there. We were just well, happy that at that point, we were happy that they made the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that's – It was I all house money from that, that point. spot on is that, you know, like I said, that's I think what hits differently about this team going on the run and then not being there now and not coming out a winner. Because it's – we like I said, the energy – the excitement that they provided was second to none. Um, I will think, you know, thinking back to the Brave series, I, I, I can, I specifically remember a moment when my mind started to change and I started to think maybe this is a team of destiny or maybe there's something special about this team. Yep. For me, that moment was when Spencer Strider was uh, on the mound. I believe it was game three. Um, he was yeah. one of those guys that, you know, coming into the year, you know, extremely unhittable. Obviously, he was coming off an injury, so it was kind right. of a question mark, but he was still a guy that was dominant. He was dominating those early innings. Like, the Phillies couldn't touch him. And the yeah. moment that I remember specifically, because I, I remember it so well that I kind of it, it, I, I kind of checkmarked it in my brain, right. and I keep going back to it even now. I, it's not like I went and looked at this, you know, on my phone or went back and looked. I just remember it. Right. Is when Bryson Stott had that at bat where he was fouling pitches off. And I don't know how many pitches. I think it was at 11 or maybe it was nine. But he fouled off a, a good amount of pitches and he was kind of, I think, starting to wear on Strider. And then what happened was Strider was throwing those fastballs. He threw a slider and it, it sped up Stott's bat because he was fouling off fastballs. Right. And he hits that line, you know, liner down down the line. Yeah. And obviously that got the you know team, you know, obviously I think Hoskins comes up, you know, later in that inning and hits that home run where he throws the bat down. But that was kind right. of the moment where I specifically remember changing my thought process and saying, wow, maybe this team is special. Maybe they can do something big here because yeah. at that time I was like, I'm thinking in my mind, wow, the Braves are just a better team. They're, they're more talented, but the eye test was showing me that the Phillies like believed. Yeah. And that, yeah. you know, was for me the moment where I kind of changed. Yeah. And listen, like going into that Brave series, right. The first, that first game, Right, they go up and they go up big, right? It's seven to three. Yeah, they 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 put up a ton of runs, right? They they 
they come out swinging in that first game in Atlanta. Um, and I'm looking at that going, holy shit, like we got something here. Um, you know, the Braves end up making it interesting in the ninth, right? You got, you know, Olsen comes in and hits a three-run home run to make it 7-6. You know, it makes us all, we're all sweating at that point. Um, and then the play of the game, right, that is a defensive, as, as much offensive output as they put out in that game. Right. Castellanos has the first of what ends up being three I, almost identical catches, you know, to kind of save what could have been a, a bigger inning for the Braves and maybe flips the, the first game in that series. Um, and, and he's a guy who caught a lot of caught a lot of crap during the season um, about his bat. You know, the, the statistics don't look bad at the end of the season. Um but I liked what I saw from a team perspective on the field from him because, you know, fielding is not his, his strong suit. Um, but he had three phenomenal catches throughout this postseason. The first one in this, in this first Braves game where he's kind of running towards the, you know, the, he's kind of running towards the inference, sliding, diving, almost diving forward, making that forward catch. Um, really kind of changes the, the the momentum of game of game one, right? They come back, Atlanta shuts them out in game two, right? They they win three nothing, and then they go back to Philly one one, right? And I think I'd be I, I I'd be lying if I didn't say I heard a zillion people go, listen, if we split in Atlanta, we're good. I feel comfortable coming home, right? And the environment in that stadium on that first Braves game where it is the first playoff game in that stadium in over a decade was just incredible. And I wasn't able to get down to any of the games this year for the playoffs, but like the invite, you could feel the electricity coming through, coming through. Right. And we can talk about the countless amounts of videos that we saw of like people recording the sound from the stadium miles away where you could hear it. Um, I just talk talk to me about coming back one one, right? And then they 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 had the game on Friday night in Atlanta or against Atlanta at home. Yeah, I mean, I think it it was obviously a key moment having a home playoff game for the first time since obviously yeah. 2011. I mean, right. the city was starved for playoff baseball and. You know, it was a huge moment, and we, we we kind of, you know, obviously that was the game. I'm trying to think which game was that. Was that the that game? Was the, that that was the nine one. And Jay, we we we. Oh missed, no! So it wasn't the Strider game. We missed one of the biggest at bats in the same. Like, there's gonna. Here's what I need people Great. to understand. We're trying to recap a, a monumental playoff run that we're gonna miss things. But we, Jay, we didn't even talk about the the biggest at bat in that St. Louis series where Bryce Harper essentially gets himself on track with that, that enormous home run to, you know, to, to, to get himself started on what could have been a playoff MVP run. But that the, so the Friday night game is they, they win nine one, right? That's the, the, the epic moment from that game is that, that, that was the Reese Hoskins game, right? They're up one, three, one, and he's got two guys on and he, Absolutely. So that was the Strider game. Yes. That was so that the Strider was the game, game. I was talking. Yeah. And that yeah. was definitely the momentum changer. Obviously, going home was momentum in itself. 
right. that that moment when you know after Hoskins hits that home run, that's kind of where I knew. And you know, obviously, um, I wish you had got to go to yeah. the game. Obviously, I I was lucky enough to get a ticket for the NLCS, and we can get into that when we get to that point. But you 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 can't imagine. And and the videos don't even do it justice. Like they when don't. you're there, it was an absolute. And each game got progressively better and better. Like which is hard to do because right. you would think, oh my god, like that first game, there's no way that they could have trumped that as far as the crowd. And they did right. exactly every single game. Obviously, it was a little tough to do in the Houston game when you're getting no hit. I mean, it's hard for right. your crowd to kind of match that level but i would say through the at least the padre series and obviously that game one of the world world series that they right. at home where they they put up i think seven runs mm-hmm. i think at home crowd was cooking at bat it, it was not you know from inning one to inning nine it, there was no downtime and you could definitely uh sense that the team fed off of that in every big moment they had. And and I know we're going to keep forgetting moments. Like you said, you forgot yeah. the Bryce Harper. Well, we forgot. I also yeah. have to, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention to me, what was arguably another key moment in that St. Louis series. Cause we talk about all the offense, but to me, it was when in game two, two men on one out, Dominguez comes in, he strikes out Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado on yeah. nine pitches and basically stops the rally that could have happened. And that could have changed that series too. So there was so many moments, like there's moments every single game Yeah, and you're right. It's just amazing. Like, but you, you don't realize it sometimes when it's going on, but when you kind of go back and you reflect on it, like that Dominguez moment to me was like huge for his postseason because he was he was kind of questionable coming into this series. Like he yeah. had struggled down the stretch, and he was very important. Obviously, that whole entire bullpen was important the whole postseason. Like they definitely talk about overperforming or you know per, outperforming their their talent. I think it doesn't get talked about enough how good the Phillies bullpen did as a whole. Yeah. Oh, obviously, as a whole. Until, you know I know people are gonna throw shade because at Alvarado at the end there, but I think they were kind of gassed. I mean, if you think about it, the Phillies had played the most games. I mean, they played way more games than the Astros. The Astros had to buy. And then they swept. They swept both series. So, I mean, the Phillies played a lot more baseball than the Astros. And I'm not making an excuse. I'm just saying, in general, you could see that the Phillies kind of at the end were gassed on both It's, It's why, well, and it's why you give the team that has the best record the advantage, right? You give them the advantage to be able to have that buy, to have that break, right? And the Phillies were the last wild card team in. So, like, they they had to have the situation where they play more games, right? But in this game, right, Bryce follows up that three-run home run with a two-run home run, right? They, they were just – they were on fire at that point. Um, and to look at, you know, you know, Nola was good. Nola, and, and up until that, like throughout this playoff run, right, I really liked what I saw from the three starters, right? I liked what I saw from from Wheeler, obviously. Um, I liked what I saw from from Nola, from Suarez. I think 
there's a place where if you add additional pitching into this, the starting pitching into this rotation, I think it could be a spot where if Nola maybe slides a little further in the rotation, maybe Nola is the three, not the two. I think that could be a better spot for him in this lineup. Um, so now, right. So they, so they win, so they win nine one. Right. And then they come back and then they play Saturday night and now the city's on fire, right? The city's on fire. Cause now they're, they, they can smell the, the, the blood in the water. Right. So, you know, you have got, I'm, it, it's so hard to kind of keep my mind straight about, about what, what ends up happening with these games. Um, but if, if I look at game three, right. So they, th- this game, they win eight, three, right. And they look every bit of dominant, right. It didn't, it didn't look like, and, and what was really surprising to me is that it didn't ever look like Atlanta ever had a chance in this series. And they had played so well throughout the season. Yeah. I just think the Phillies, like I said, I think, the biggest thing to me about the Phillies was their belief. And I think that starts at the top. That's Rob Thompson. I mean, he had this team mentally prepared to face adversity and, and every single chance that they had to, to battle adversity, they, they were successful, obviously, except the end. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the brave series, like I said, that was the moment where I definitely bought in and um, I know it was a little late, but listen, like on paper, they, they really didn't have it. They didn't have business being where they were. And once they got to yeah. the NLCS, it was almost like at that point, I, I, I believe, even though they were still technically an underdog of the San Diego, I, I, I had all the belief in the world that we were going to the world series. Once we made it to the NLCS, I, I, I knew that this team was uh, destined for, you know, greatness. Um, obviously, you know, they finish off the Braves. They head into San Diego. Yeah. The big thing that I would say about the San Diego series, it, you know, kind of brought a lot of stars. Obviously, you have Bryce Harper. Yeah. Eddie Machado. Um, the guy on San Diego that I think never really kind of got it together is Juan Soto. You know. Yeah. They were able to, they were able to never really performed up to what I've witnessed with from Juan Soto. Because to me, Juan Soto's, I mean, the Juan Soto that I watched, you know, with Washington the year that they went to the, the World Series and they won it, like that's Juan Soto. Like this version of Juan Soto looked kind of lost at the plate. Obviously had a couple key moments, but yes, I would say it was a series that obviously, you know, Phillies had to go two on two more on the road. And they went there and they took care of business in game one. Obviously, game two, uh, I think game two is the game that. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wasn't game two where they went down four to nothing, and then they came back with four runs? I think it was the Aaron Nola game. They ended up losing. I think they – but I think they – were down for nothing and they came back in that game, even though they lost. I think the fact that they came back, they were battling back. It just showed you that they were never out. And I think that right there was like kind of a, a you know, a, a defining moment for the team because they, yeah. they, they took, you know, they did another, they had another split on the road, which you have to do in these playoffs. We talked about right. it, the importance of, at least coming back home with a split. And I think it kind of put doubt in San Diego's mind. I think San Diego, you know, obviously had, San Diego beat the Mets. So the San Diego. that And, and they, Jay, truth, truthfully, like the, them taking the out the Mets and Dodgers. And the Dodgers. Yeah. The, like that to me was like, they thought that that like, to me, it felt like that was like their world series, like them being able to take down a cross state rival. Um, and to see how how talented that that Dodgers roster is, right? And 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 let's be honest, right? The things line up for the Phillies, right? They 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 get to the World Series without having to play two of the best teams, two two teams that had a hundred plus wins. So, but like Jay, we like we missed in that in that Braves game that we were just talking about. We missed the fact that like. That like the 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 JT Real Muto inside the park home run, right? Kyle Schwarber's home run. Like they they had they had so many moments. But like if I go back and look, like where where you're talking about in the NLDS, right? With the Padres, like the the those games where they come back, right? Game four, they're talking about you know the that's a game that the Phillies win eight eight three, right? But you got Real Muto homers again, Hoskins. Right, gets another RBI, real move. Like they got production from everywhere from that from that game. Like it, it's just it, it's it's su- it was such a cool moment for for the city, right? And then they come back Friday, game three. They go right. Sir Anthony Dominguez is is dominant at the back end. Kyle Schwarber hits an absolute moonshot at home. Right, he's a guy who got really got on track in this playoff series. Um, and I just, I love, I love the fact that like they got contributions from everybody. They got contributions from their starting pitching from their, their, uh, from the back end of their bullpen. They got really, really, really good at bats from guys all up and down the lineup. Right. The guy that impressed me, one of the impressed me the most and didn't have a good offensive production. Right. Was Bryson Stott. Bryson Stott had like you could go back and look at a million at bats where he may not have gotten a hit or he didn't get these these ginormous hits. But he saw so many pitches that helped so many other guys in different at bats. Um, You know, the the Bryce Harper, you know, the, the conversation he has with Bohm. When he's going, you know, and, and he's giving him some advice, and 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 Bone then comes up and hits a home run. It's just, it's just such a cool moment, right? And Jay, 
I'm going to let you talk about because you were at you were at game you were at you were at game five in that series, right? I was at game. No, I was at game three. You were at game three. I'm sorry. Were you at yeah. the clincher? No, I was at game three. I wish I was at the clincher. That was, yeah, that would have been the game to be at. But I mean, all of the games were good to be at. Yeah, I was at game three. Gotcha. So, so game, so so game five, right? The game that they end up winning to go to the World Series, right? It is a game that is just a swampy game. It rains the entire game. You know, Hoskins go. You know, they they have the the Hoskins home run where he goes where they go up early, right? You know, Schwarber's on second. That they, they, but then Soto comes back, right? Soto hits that home run to tie it up. Uh, and then, God, they, you know, so it's tied up at two and then they give up another home run and now they're down three, two going into the eighth. And then Jay, it's three, it's, it's the moment that I think everybody will remember where they were when Bryce Harper hits that home run. Talk to me about where, where you were, what you were feeling in that moment. I mean, I was with my dad on the edge of my seat on the couch. Uh, honestly, like, it's the moment of all moments that obviously the only moment bigger in, in the postseason, in my opinion, was the, the, the Alvarez home run in the World Series against the Phillies. Yeah. I think it's the moment, like, not only was it the moment that any baseball player would dream about having, it's a moment that very rarely ever comes about for any baseball yeah. player, let alone a star player like Bryce yeah. Harper. Usually those kind of moments happen to lesser named guys. Like you'll hear about it. Like I remember a guy that comes to mind in my, my sh short memory is, is David freeze. Uh, when the Cardinals won, uh, yeah, I think he was, uh, you know, MVP of that world series, but he had a couple of big home runs like that, where it was like kind of game winners. And, that's the kind of home run it was. It's iconic. It's 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 like one of those moments. Like it's like Hank yeah. Aaron hitting his seven fourteen. It's like, you know, Ted Williams hitting his you know, the you know, career best hit. It's like any of these iconic moments that you remember. Obviously, as a Philly, like, yeah, where were you at when that happened? It's like, oh my god, it changed the whole complete. It basically put you in the. In the World Series. In the World Series, yeah, right? Yeah. And it, it, you're right. It, it's very rare that those moments happen to those players in those positions, but it it really just cements him as one being worth every penny of that contract, but two that he's every ounce like you, you felt every monumental moment that he had in this run. I think the thing that I love about this team is that you felt. They, it looked like the players were feeling exactly what the fans were feeling in every one of those moments, that excitement, that enthusiasm, right? And I'm in the same spot, right, on the edge of my couch and literally, like, imploded and ran around the house like I was, like, a 10-year-old kid. Like, it was it was incredible. It was an incredible moment. Um, and I got to talk to, to, to Fios to get my father-in-law's TV to be on the same uh, – time frame as my tv because his tv was like three seconds ahead of time <laughs> and 
we're sitting like on two different sides of a wall and he starts screaming and I'm going, all right, it's either something incredible or something like horrible. And I literally was just like, like held my breath for like a second. And then it just, it happened. And I just ran around the house. It was wild, like a wild time. And then, and then, you know, Ranger Suarez comes in to close it down in the ninth and just sends this team to the world series. You know, we did our emergency pod with chip. We had, we hopped on and we had a great time and, you know, really celebrated that moment. Um, this team goes to the world series, man. And, and wow. Like, Talk about the way that this city embraced the World Series, right? And let's be honest, Jay, like we were feeling pretty good going into that series because it felt epic. It felt like didn't matter what was going on, that they were going to be able to get what they needed to do to be able to win this World Series. Friday night is no exception. That Friday night game, game one in Houston, right? Extra innings. Real Muto home run in the in the tenth to be able to get them the lead. Good lord, right? They they give up the they they they're able to get to Verlander, they're able to to take advantage of that. You know the 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 game really does go back and forth six five. They end up winning. Talk to me about where you're feeling in that game, game one. I mean, game one was the highest of highs. And then, of course, you come back game two and you kind of get smacked down to reality and it's tied 1-1. But if you would have told me going into, you know, the postseason that the Phillies would be in World Series, you know, coming back home tied 1-1 against the Astros, I would have told you you were kidding yourself. And, right. and here we were. And then we come out in game three and we win 7 nothing. And at, at that point, I think all of our confidence was at sky high. I mean, yeah. who wouldn't be? I mean, we were up 2-1 to one at home, knowing how strong we are at home. And then, unfortunately, in game four, you come out and you get no hit. And that's kind of get, getting smacked down to your, you know, where the Astros said, you know what? We're still the big boys here. You might be up 2-1, to one, but we got your number. And, yeah. you know, I know a lot of people – you know, consider that the turning point. But to me, game four was only not the turning point. It was just kind of like a subtle reminder from the Astros that we're still here to play and they, they bring the series 2-2. But to me, the turning point was game five. I mean, yeah. you have game five against Verlander where we have him on the ropes. You had so many opportunities to come through. Yeah. And, you know, you didn't. And then I, I, I'll even give you the key moment. So, to me, it was the eighth inning sequence where you have first and third, one out. You got a three-two count, and Brandon Marsh strikes out looking. Yeah. Like that to me was the moment where it's like all you had to do was put a ball in play and you tie the game there. It's three right. to two. You get that tying run there. That that whole series changes because then I think the Phillies win game five. Winning game yeah. five in a World Series what is is extremely important, especially with the two games going back to Houston. Not that we couldn't have won game six, because I firmly believe we could have. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, the manager chose to make a pitching change there, and we can all be skeptical of that. But I don't think that was the be-all, end-all moment of that. I think it was the offense struggling, too, that kind of did him in. But that game five right there, that was our game to win. And then you obviously have Schwarber hits that bullet. Mancini makes the unbelievable play down the line. Yep. And then – 
you have the the you know the moments in I believe it was game two that you lost where Schwarber hits not one but two home runs, but they both go foul. I mean, yeah. I have so many moments that didn't happen yeah. that I think about like, wow, that could have changed the complexion of the game. And that's where you start saying the whole time we were saying, wow, the Phillies are a team of destiny because certain things just kept happening and going our way. You, when you get to the World Series, you kind of see, okay, well, now the Astros are getting that. And right. you had two teams that were kind of like immovable objects, and it was like who was going to blink first. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, as much as I can be negative about the things that didn't happen for me as far as in the World Series, and obviously we fell short and we want them to win. Right. But I think I could take solace knowing that the Astros were the better team. I mean, it's obvious. Like, on paper, they're the better team. Pitching, they were elite. Like, their pitch yeah. oh, yeah. is, is way better than the Phillies. And that I think that was what did the Phillies in. We just could not solve their pitching as far as our hitting. But, yeah, you know, I yeah, think I mean, overall, you and I, like, at the end of the day, we could both say, you know, yes, it was a phenomenal postseason run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Couldn't be happy. I mean, obviously, I wanted to win, but no, hundred percent, right? But like you, you've got game right that 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 game, uh, the game they win seven nothing, right? Just the the barrage of home runs. The game they play against McCullers, right? And that's where I feel like you really thought that this season, like that this series was gonna like turn. That like they they win seven nothing. They go up two games to one. They're at home. They got two games to go. God, and then they just run into a buzzsaw, right, and they get no hit. Yeah, I think that's a microcosm. In that two-game swing, it's a microcosm of their whole season. It was basically home run or nothing, and it was basically what happened. They had five home runs in game game four, I mean three. Three. And then you come back and you get no hit. Yeah. Yeah, it it, it is. But, you know, you're right. To me, the, the game that was the pivotal game in all this was five, right? Five, because five was – you you were able to put runs up on the board. You, you, you put two runs up on the board, but you you never you never were able to capitalize on it, right? You never were able to put, like, a handful of crooked numbers up on the board where – and there were opportunities to do it. Oh, I mean, I, I mentioned so, the Marsh moment in, in the yeah. – but how about the ninth too? When you, you kind of get Chaz McCormick, who hometown guy Westchester, comes out and makes that unbelievable catch in, in, in you know in JT's ball. If that ball gets in, you could score there. So, like I said, we had moments. That's what's yeah. frustrating the most is that they could have won Game Five, and knowing that is what makes the Game Six loss that much. Even hurt, it, yeah, it hurts but, even more. As I said, dude, I'm at the point where I'm like past it now. I'm past the pain. Yeah. It's still pain. Yeah, but I know that this team has a bright future, and and that's yeah, what's yeah that that hopeful. that Alvarez home run in in Game Six was just a crusher, and he he must have hit that thing fucking six hundred feet. That thing was crushed. To hit it over the batter's eye in Houston was like holy shit! Like it just it was soul crushing. Um, but Jay, for final thoughts, Jay. Really, truly, like for me, the thing that I don't want people to do is the disappointment is okay, but don't let the disappointment of the the end result 
don't let it prevent you from appreciating the entire journey, right? Because the entire journey, there were so many epic, fun things that happened, whether it be with family, friends, bars, your, your neighborhood block party, if it was on social media, sharing back and forth the, the, the gifts of the, the, the players that were playing well at times. Don't lose sight of what that journey was like because that journey felt really, really good. Um, and I think what it did was it showed the city that like we can put all the other bullshit aside and really let sports be the place where we can all kind of be on the same page. Everybody was on the same page. All the fringe fans were all on the same page. Everybody was, everybody was all decked out in, in whatever Phillies gear they could get, whether it was buying new stuff at a store or whether it was digging old stuff out of the attic, old jerseys. I saw a bunch of old like jerseys and jerseys that you could tell were, somebody's dads, somebody's, somebody's brothers, uncles, guys that I saw like a Michael Franco jersey at one point. Um, but really, truly, we enjoyed the journey and, and we identified with the team. The team was really a team. They, they really, truly played for one another. It was an epic run, one that I, even though the end result is not exactly what I thought, I will wear this World Series stuff with pride. I will really true and, and it will make me remember some of those moments along the way so that's my love letter to the phillies jay it's it, it was truly an awesome journey man it, it was it was really cool um and now really truly excited for what could be you know for next year for the season and we'll we'll talk off season at some point we'll talk hot stove at some point whenever something goes down but uh I'm just I'm I'm thankful for the Phillies. Thank thankful for the run and thankful what it brought for me for the the city and for the fans. Should be thankful. Yeah. I, and as you mentioned, I'll I'll kind of piggyback off of what you said. Like, don't let the disappointment cloud your judgment. Don't let the disappointment, you know, curb your enthusiasm for this team and, and your excitement over what happened and what you observed, because let's face it, it was special. One of the most special runs I can remember, as I said, it, it, it almost hits, it almost hits harder than the 08 run because of the way, and because of the circumstances that they got in and how they, you know, had to kind of overachieve in every single series to get where they did. And I, I think just knowing that they came up short, Yes, it is disappointing, but it, it gives me hope for the team moving forward because I know they're not going to sit on their laurels. I, I have faith in Dave Dombrowski. I believe yeah. Bryce Harper uh, has a big voice in this locker room, and he has a big voice in as far as who gets on this team. I mean, we've seen it with JT. We've seen it with you know Schwarber and Castellanos, and we're going to see it with the next crop of free agents that come, whoever it is. I Obviously, we all like – and want Trey Turner, but I mean, there's quite a few good shortstops out there. If we don't get Trey Turner and we get Bogarts, I'm not going to complain. Like, or or or, or Correa. Or well, any of them. That's what I mean. There's four of them. Right. So if we get one of the four, I and a pitcher, I'd be happy. Like I said, they're only going to get better because they're returning most of the team. But my biggest final thought and biggest takeaway from this is obviously what you said: the fans and our excitement, and don't forget that. 
But my other big takeaway is that we got Bryce Emmett, mother effing Harper. <laughs> Bryce Harper had an absolute beast mode postseason. Like he rose yeah. to the occasion. And knowing that we have this guy that wants to be here, by the way, he signed and he said he wants to be in Philly. That to me gives me solace that no matter what happens, we're going to win a championship. It's just a matter of when. It's not if. We're going to win a I championship with Bryce Harper. And I, be, I believe I this franchise got a guy that's actually a star player show up and actually perform above yeah. expectations. So to me, that's refreshing. And dude, I'm I'm ecstatic for the next year already. I'm already yeah. pumped. The, the, the city got a taste of it. I think the team got a taste of it. I think the owner got a taste of it. And I think they loved they loved knocking the dust off that bunting and hanging that stuff up. And I don't think they're planning on putting it back in storage. Oh, well, Jay, it was fun. It was fun. Man, that was that was fun. That felt good to to kind of relive, go back and listen. I know there's probably we probably could have done an hour and a half, two hours to go through all the monumental moments. Um, I'm sure there's stuff that we didn't forget about or that we did forget about. Um, but, you know, before we run out of here, you know, special thanks to our sponsors. You know, we got lots of rain, luxury watches, team clicks with your team themed glassware. We got shocked energy, which is now part of level up snacks. And we got uh, streaker sports, which is your team vintage uh, sportswear. They have a whole section of Philadelphia stuff. Go check them out. Uh, and then we got our, uh, our newest sponsor, Von C Brewing, which is a, a local brewery in Norristown. So we're going to uh, partner with them on some other on some other collaborative material. Uh, but, Jay, go Phils. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Listen, I think it would only be appropriate to send us off the way that we've sent off all these playoff shows. Hey, hey, listen to this guy. How, tell me how you're feeling here. You're screaming. I am stoked, baby. You're screaming like it's still the game going on. I'm talking about the fightings here. The fightings. Said. Said. Should. This is the Broad Street Line, where Philly sports fans leave all of their sports hot takes. Call 2674053062 and show us your passion for Philly sports. Don't forget to tune in every Wednesday at 8.30 when we listen to your live reactions to the thrill of victory or the agony of defeat. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. 
That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.